Welcome back to the Legends of Octera. On our previous adventure, the group navigated their way into the treacherous lost jungle, only to find that the real treachery lied within their own group. Now, they will continue onward and see what secrets this jungle holds. So, we're going to go back into where we're in the jungle. Patlin just eviscerated poor little Sprinkles, the poor innocent monkey that all it wanted was food. God damn it. <laughs> just had to bring that up. That wound had is still fresh. Too soon, man. <laughs> and uh, you guys started to take a short rest. Um, but I realize now that it, uh, if you guys want to turn it into a long rest, that would be okay, too. If you guys want to just sleep here through the night, since it is getting kind of later in this jungle. We you should definitely you take around. a uh, campfire, considering Ocho nearly killed me last time. I need to get the, get the health back. You want to take yeah. a long rest, you mean? Yeah, let's all take a long rest so we can try and fix our wounded prides and yeah, um, and Ocho's emotional trauma. <laughs> yeah. Yes, let's let's try and get his mind off the emotional trauma. Ocho's going to be the guy PTSD. Um, Ocho's going to be out kind of near the edge of the foliage, picking up some sticks to gather for a fire. I am going to be setting right. up the tent. <laughs> I'm going to use uh, burning hands to light the sticks on fire. That's convenient. That's quite a lot. I know. Lighting them on fire, dude. Well, that's a long rest. So when I wake up in the morning, I get the spell slot back. So. All right. All right. I, uh, roll for the burning hands. Oh. I got a two. Oh, my God. <laughs> so you cast burning hands. Your flaming hands are a little bit too big. And Ocho will take three points of damage. All right. Of course, it's really bad. We're starting strong. Uh, I'm going to go over to Ocho, and I'm going to cast my healing ward on him. <laughs> you know, I feel like I shouldn't give you these spell slots back. Yeah, it's I'll, a I'll, long be rest. I'll be fine. I got me and my uh, quarterstaff. We do a, a heck of a time. <laughs> Sorry, Ocho. I didn't really mean to, you know, burn you. He's like kind of shivering and dusting off the, the ashes from his... His arms. Anyway, it is... doesn't matter. That's just fire, food, sleep. Yes, well, if we are going to be on this expedition, I would like to get to know you guys a little bit better. Uh, Agreed, yeah. that's fair. Especially since the uh, card Picklesworth gave me said you would be much taller and older. Yeah, saying. what's up with that? I, I mean, I... I guess I have some explaining to do. Just a little. As a baby, I was left at the doorstep of the monastery atop Mount Meshu, home of some of the most brilliant monks in the world and myself. For most of my life, I've been looked down upon, and not just literally because I'm a halfling. I've never been as smart as the others my age, which is a problem in a place that values smartness like nothing else. I think my headmaster, Kishin, he probably hates me. While the others got rewarded for their commitment to their practices, I got extra cleanup duty and messenger duties. One day, I was handed a letter and told to deliver it straight to my headmaster. I, I don't know what came over me. But I went to my hiding place, and I opened the letter. And it was an invitation to this place. I feel kind of bad about stealing the letter, but being here now, I think that it was worth it. So it sounds to me, well, that's the classic call to adventure. It's good on you for following your instincts like that. Well, thank you for not ratting me out right away. Well, what? to be honest, I'm more interested in how this is going to pan out. Well, hopefully it'll pan out better than my last adventure. You used to work for uh, for Pigglesworth, right? Used to. Dude, I've been working on him for a long time, as long as I can remember. My last job. That was a fun job. Went to a giant pyramid. Super cool. Super fun. Bad part is everyone else died. Oh. Poison arrows, man. Jesus. Get you every time. But yeah, I've known Pigglesworth forever. He used to be an old acquaintance business partner with my mom. And then she disappeared. On the bright side, I got the shop. Which doubles as a uh, 
rare antique shop. That's also a pub. That's also an inn. <laughs> yeah, well, it pays the bills. Yeah. And you, mysterious stranger with long name. <laughs> Not that long. But, uh, if you want to know my tale, I'll tell you. My story starts like many often do, with a child who has nothing but four coins in his shoe. Living in a hovel with his ugly mother and father, he was forced to beg because they say work is too much bother. To earn some coin, he tried to sing, but what was heard made all the ears start to ring. Walking by on one fateful day was a professional minster with the name of Clay. He heard me sing and thought there was potential. He walked up to me and asked if I wanted to be influential. Needless to say, I was elated. Finally, I was able to start a new life, from which I was fated. At a young age of ten, I was led down a path. I enrolled in the Bard's College of Ermacath. It was here I met my lifelong rival, another singer by the name of McCarl. When we learned to fence, our duels became all the more intense. After my graduations, my skills were requested. A man named Bacon asked for my help in his museum where he was invested. Knowing my reputation, he said I was clever. My job was to tell the tale of this endeavor. For each ruin that he found, he wanted a song that was just as profound. Holy shit. Ocho wipes a <laughs> tear from his eye, and he's like, oh my god. Bards. <laughs> well, all right. I'm taking first watch, so okay. they, can, they can sleep while I'm watching. Um, Ocho just wants to, I believe I have a bed. Okay. You actually do, are able to see the stars at nighttime, but you also see a howler monkey rummage through the, through the tree branches up above. I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> and, as, and as time goes on, Ocho falls asleep, disappointed and almost crying because he lost a good friend. Aquarius dreams of her shop and her mom while Patlin stays out watch in the dark, dark jungle. Um, uh, Patlin, how long are you going to stay and watch? Uh, about four hours. Four hours? So who are you going to wake up? I'm going to wake up Aquarius. Good. <laughs> Aquarius, uh, how do you uh, react to someone waking you up? Um, not surprised. Not surprised. I, All right. I get my hands out ready to like blast them, but when I see it's friend, see the purple eyes, there. and you can yeah, you can I, just... I see the purple eyes. I'm like, eh, oh, friend. So I get up and take guard. You know, she's used to this sort of thing. She does this adventuring stuff quite often. So, Patlin, you fall asleep, and uh, it's a very nice sleep because you got your little nice tent. I mean, I assume it's no Harry Potter tent or nothing, but uh, I assume that it no. at least has some <laughs> feng shui into how you set it up. It's, um, not, it's kind of bare. It's, it's, a, it's just a camping tent. <laughs> and as more time passes, Aquarius, you can see the sun start to rise and go through the trees. Okay. Um, I wake everyone up because uh, the bird gets the worm, and I'd rather get when, out of the struggle as fast as possible. The instant you think of that, you hear birds start chirping. Well, color me purple. Anyway, I go wake everyone up. Since all of you guys are awake, let me ask you this question. Uh, what cardinal direction did Jawan, the barkeep, tell you to go to find this place? South. Yeah? You think it's yeah. south? I think it's south. It's all right. So you guys start walking south, and you end up back at La, uh, at the village, the honey village, um, because you went the wrong way, because that was not what he told you. What? <laughs> oh, oh, north. I should know this. I should it know was this. north. That is correct. You uh, you get back to Wish, yes. So you start walking south, and you come across some familiar buildings, and you're back at uh, Wish. Yeah, so now what are you guys going to do? I'm going to face bomb. And it's like, oh, we just walked oh, the wrong way. Oh, boy. I could have slept in a comfy bed last night. Ugh. Well, you know, let's just keep on trying. Yes, back to the jungle. Back <laughs> Here we to go the way again. And whence we came. Okay. Yeah, you went north out, and so you just chose to walk south, but south is the way back. 
to Wish. So now you ended up back at Wish since you're only what? It was like a, I would say a three hour walk or whatever. Yeah, we didn't. It was we weren't very far. <laughs> so now you have to walk back out again. Well, uh, might as well. It, it's still roughly morning. <laughs> so we are heading out. Yes. Yep. So I assume forgot the order you said last time. Uh, it was I was me, Ocho, then Aquarius. Yeah, I thought I was right. going yeah, first. I think Ocho wanted to go first, but everyone disagreed with that. Yes, because we know this one to put the small child the in the front. Ocho is a halfling, so if Ocho's clearing the brush in front of him, he's gonna leave us with still brush. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> uh, the rest of us are quite tall. Well, Ocho seems to be more capable than the lot of you. <laughs> okay, you know what? Walk. You're still in the jungle, and I would say that maybe you're in... You, you come across a river, um, but it's not that deep a river, so you guys start walking. You just walk across it like it's not maybe uh, way steep for the little halfling Ocho. Um, Ocho. And you get across You get across this river, and it's a... Uh, what's your guys' passive wisdom? Oh, 10. 13. 12. All right. You guys hear a snap. I ready up immediately. Ocho just swings in the general direction. Oh. <laughs> this is gonna hurt. Hey, let's go. Make an attack roll. Let's see. Please don't be another freaking monkey. That's a 13. Does that hit? Please don't knock me out. Roll damage. Oh, snap. <laughs> Eight. So you smack, um, kind of in the little bushes area, I would say, to the right of you guys. You smack into the bush. And you hear someone go, Ow! Oh, God! Uh, what the heck? They found us, guys! They found us! And you see three burly orcs, I would say. Three orcs. And they got knives out. And um, they don't look very friendly. Maybe one of them has, like, a... What do, like, gangsters have that's in, like, Spongebob, the stereotypical one? Guns? Like, maybe... What? Bandanas? Oh. Bandanas, yeah, they have bandanas, and maybe one of them has like one of those heart tattoos with arrows on, like. <laughs> I guess I wasn't thinking SpongeBob. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to hit somebody who loves their mother. <laughs> <laughs> These guys must be nice. No, Ocho, no. State your business. What are you doing? Why are you following us? The one in the middle, he says, Well, I think that you run into us so now i would say we get all your stuff absolutely not no uh, sir sir we can be reasonable we can be real reasonable yes 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 i cast ice knife and throw it at his face (laughs) (laughs) that was reasonable (laughs) uh make an attack roll but with dexterity because you're throwing it yes i got an 18 that's a hit does that explode by the way oh Create a shard of ice and fling it at one creature. On a hit, the target takes 1d10 piercing damage. Okay. Oh, the the target creature within 5 feet of it must make a dexterity saving throw. So everyone makes dexterity saving throw, is that what you're saying? Yep. Hmm. All right, I should have read that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Dex throw, right? Yeah, yeah it's a dex. dex save from the explosion. 16. Okay, Uh, 23. And then I got a 14 and a 6. Uh, I guess I roll for the dex. No, uh, it should be your spellcasting save modifier. <laughs> Ew. Ability save modifier. Um, 13. So anyone who didn't get lower than 13. So uh, okay. one of my guys, one of the little guys fails. Cool. I Go got a 7, that. so I fail. Uh, Ocho, where'd you get? Uh, I believe I said 16. Everyone 16? succeeded cool. except uh, the one and... bandit Ocho hit in the head. Okay. So he, the person I flung it at, the person in the middle, he takes. Yeah. We lost him. Sorry. My bad. Uh, it take, he takes seven piercing damage and then he takes. Ooh, crap. Nine cold damage. The explosion damage is nine, by the way. The explosion damage is nine. So anyone who did not <gasps> pass the save takes nine damage. You could have killed me. All right. So, uh, yeah, I would say that. So the one that you threw it at, which I assume was the one in the middle, right? You said yep. they would take your stuff. 
Yep. Um, so there's an explosion. So basically what you do is you throw it, it explodes, and it ricocheted back at you, so you fall over backwards. The person that Ocho hit in the head doesn't dive out of the way quick enough, so he actually gets blasted with that shrapnel. And then the guy that you hit with the ice knife is uh, basically decapitated. <laughs> uh, let's roll initiative. But, um, oh, All right. No, guys, I did nine damage to myself. I'm knocked out. Oh, oh my yeah. lordy. Yeah. I so roll initiative. You gotta make death saving throws. I got a 15. 15? Yep. There we go. Okay. What'd you get? 17. Ocho, what'd you get? Unnat 20. So Ocho goes first. Aquarius, what'd you get? 14. So All I knocked right. out so two Ocho, of them, right? I mean, if you want to play like PG version, yeah, you knock them out. Let's no, go with that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just meant two of them are incapacitated. One's and yes, two of them are not fighting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> two of them are dead. All right. Uh, Ocho, you're up. Is the guy I just <laughs> smacked first, is he still within smacking distance? You can smack a corpse if you want. He's yeah, dead. that guy's dead. Oh, 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 man. Okay. He's the guy I decapitated. I am lagging behind. Okay, Ocho's just going to make a sharp, like, swivel over to the left and hold his quarter staff above his head and go, hi! And then he's gonna swing. Is he jumping in this? Ah, uh, sure. Why not? All right, I'll make, make an acrobatics, acrobatics roll. check. <laughs> Come at me. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was not a nat one. You got a nat one plus five in acrobatics. <laughs> you make the swivel and you go in for the jump. But Ocho, with him being uh like shorter. He like, goes off like maybe a couple inches off the ground, and then he swings, but he whiffs because his arms are not long enough. And then he hits Patlin right in the skin, <laughs> and Patlin will take three damage. Here we go, damage. <laughs> Here we go again. And then uh, Ocho falls on the ground. Oh, sh- shit. <laughs> All right, Patlin, you're up. Okay. Well, feeling, seeing as to how our, our druid's down again. I'm a sorcerer, thank you very much. Whatever, our water, our water, uh, our water Ganassi's down. I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn to Aquarius and cast Healing Ward. All right, can you say what that does again? Uh, a, a creature of your choice that I can see within range regains hit points equal to one d4 plus my spellcasting ability modifier. So, what's the word slash phrase you're saying that has the spell on it? Uh, I am saying, come on, you can't knock yourself out like that. You gain uh, 10 HP. Woohoo! I go to max. So right. Aquarius just uh, pops back up and it's like, ooh, that went way better than I thought it would. All right. It's still uh, it's Aquarius' turn in the order. Let's do... I'm going to use Frostbite. We'll knock your stuff out again. <laughs> Don't worry. This one doesn't explode. Um, they have to make a, make a constitution saving throw. Okay. That's an 18. Oh, they pass. So... Yeah. What is fraud by like what is it? Basically I send frost out of my hands to attack you. On a failed say the target takes one D six cold damage. Okay. You like shoot the frost misty stuff. I assume it's like Skyrim, you know, you just like throw out your yeah. hand and then frosty stuff comes out. And he like shivers a little bit and he goes, What what <laughs> you think? No, no, I grew up in the tundra. And he's going to shoot a bolt at you from his crossbow. Oh, come on. I mean, well, I did kill his buddies. Does <laughs> uh, a 20 unnat hit? Maybe. Yeah, that's, that definitely hits. Wow. Stop. You take three points of damage. Three? From his crossbow. Okay. Yes, that's three. Not, that's not bad. That's not bad. I can live with that. All right. And now it's Ocho's turn again, who's on the ground. Yeah. He just like jumps back up on his feet. Do I have to make an acrobatics check for that one? Yes, no. do. Does he? Does it take my half my movement? That just takes well, half the movement. Well, he said he. Well, she is not. He's jumping up. Like I don't know who does that. Like Jackie Chan. But he's the a kip monk. Up thing. He's a monk. He's a monk. So just because he's a monk, he doesn't have to roll. Yeah, they teach you that like day one. <laughs> All right, fine. You have advantage. Now make the roll. <laughs> Oh my god, are you... Okay, I'm getting rid of this d20. <laughs> That's you a have it roll again. You roll again. You oh, still take okay, it. Well, a... Then I got Five, a 13. So you got a 13? Yeah. All right, you managed to stand up. 
<laughs> wow, that was harder than it needed to be. All right. Uh, well, considering that I'm not going anywhere, let's just take a swing. Mm-hmm. Swing, yes. bada bada. 13. That's it? That's a hit. So how do you swing, swing at him? I'm just a regular old side slash to the jaw. All right. You know, trying to dislocate so, uh, some teeth. So upward side slash then. Sure. No, I think she's going down like... Oh, well, oh, he's I making a so. short joke. That's what he's doing. <laughs> He's making a short joke. It's an orc. They're like seven feet tall. You're four feet tall. <laughs> I got a long stick. All right. How much damage? Nine. Nine. Get wrecked. All right, Patlin. You just saw Ocho um doing amazing with the long stick slice to the face somehow. Um, maybe lodged out some teeth, and it's now Patlin's turn to say what you're gonna do. I'm gonna look at him. Dead in the eye. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell him, I've seen more threatening geckos. And with that, cast vicious mockery. I unleash a string of insults laced with subtle enchantments at the creature you see within range. If the target can hear me, it, it does. It must succeed a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> All right, so a wisdom saving throw? Yes. All right, this guy's not very smart, so that's, let's go. That's brutal. Oh, that's a natural one. Parker, tell, uh, tell him what he won. Uh, he won... 1d4 psychic damage and disadvantage on his next attack roll. All right. Or, times that yeah. by two. So let's see. That is going to be eight. Ha-ha, your mother don't eight. love you no more. Uh, his, uh, his brain explodes because of your insult <laughs> because he's dead. I insult he's him no take to such a high degree that he dies. Yes, he's dead. Wow. And now all the bandits are dead. What do you guys want to do now? Just keep going, or okay. is there anything? Before, we... before we do that, I want to take note. Uh, we blew two of their heads off. Yes, you did. That's correct. That's <laughs> I'm going to search their pockets to see why they're out here <laughs> and who sent them. Alrighty. You, uh, the one in the middle that was talking about taking your stuff, you do find a note on said body. And on the back of the note, it has a picture... You'll see an equilateral triangle making an X shape with the words Bigglesworth sent people finish them. And then there's some, uh, there's some letters that are like blotched out with uh, blood slash like maybe sweat. Cause it's kind of humid in this jungle. So it's like okay. kind of blurred out. Stinky. I'm going to keep the letter story in my stat in my back. Are you going to, are you going to show us or uh, yeah, I, I, I read them the letter, but I show them what it is. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, I actually, can I do Aquarius. A- do you know the symbol? I was getting ready to do an investigation check on that. Make <laughs> see if I knew. I feel like uh, history would be more accurate. Yes. History or insight? One of those. Yeah, Either one way, of those. I get... Uh, does a 10 work? You find the symbol to be in none of your historical knowledge. Hmm. No idea, guys. It's a well, total blank. But they're dead important. now, so... So, hmm. I'm going to keep it. I stuffed it in my bag. Well... It's likely there could be more. So you guys uh, continue on? Yes. Yep. All right. Uh, I forgot which direction. North. North. Wouldn't it be funny if we changed it again? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, yes, that was correct. Okay. I just want to make sure. So you guys keep walking through the jungle. I assume another day has passed. So you uh, take a little break. Um, you do not find any more uh, bandits while you're walking, so you're cutting through. Aqu- Aquarius does not like being late. She is on time, so she is. So all of you are rushing these guys. Yes, she's pushing yeah. them. Marching them. All of you make a dexterity done. saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh dear! So I got a nat one. I got eleven. All right. So as you keep as you're pushing them along and walking through, you finally open the brush, and there's this big ravine that's right in front of your feet. So you open the brush, and there's this big ravine going straight down into this uh, river. You you can kind of hear the waterfall in the background. And Aquarius, you step over the thing and you start to fall. You fall about ten feet straight down, and you hit a ledge, and you mm-hmm. take five damage. Um, did we heal up after that fight? It's been a day. Uh, yes, yes. It's been a day. Awesome. So we would have had a long rest. Um, okay. so you're not prone on this ledge. Now, for all the people who didn't fall off the ledge, 
from the sound of the rushing uh, waterfall. From the waterfall, you can see mist, white, thick mist coming off the waterfall. And from the on the other opposite side of this ravine, you see a temple with a half circle cylinder shape, and then there's columns holding down the floor and the top from smashing in on each other. You can see this, and it has a uh, moss stuff all over it. Cool. Um. Well, Ocho's gonna be like. <laughs> I'm going to wave at Ocho. I'm okay. Did you twist your ankle? No, I seem to be, well, I've been better, but not that bad. Um, can Ocho use his quarterstaff to, like, give her a hand and pull her up? I'm going to assist Ocho yeah, with this. I might need some help. <laughs> How tall is Patlin? I am 6'2", I believe. 6'2", right? I'm, no, just I'm, just, about, I'm just six feet. Just under six feet, so about your arm, I would say one arm is maybe... Three feet. Two. No, because no. you have to. Have... No, it'd be two for and a chest. Half, for chest. Yeah. For chest. I was about to say two, two and a half feet yeah. long. Are, is, are you suspending Ocho? Like, are you like, is he holding on to your hand and he's doing full body length or whatever? How is it working? Uh, actually, hold on. We don't need to do this. I got a rope. <laughs> oh, well. I mean, yeah. Let's use the rope. <laughs> All right. So you just toss down a rope. I toss down some rope. Alright, can Aquarius to climb with the rope, can you make a... I feel like that'll be athletics. Oh, okay. Athletics check? Okay. So, yeah, I'm gonna climb it. Oh, crap. Um, that's a six. Rip. Uh, you cut... You cut your hand on the way up, because you have to, like, you almost slip, and so you grab the, the, the cliff side, and you cut your hand, and you take one point of damage, but you do eventually make it up. <sighs> this is not your day. Yeah, you could say that. Okay, guys. Now that I'm safe again, and worse for wear, in all honesty, I got a plan. So exactly how big is it? How wide is this ravine? Uh, the ravine is like 30 feet width-wise, and the I would say that the um, the temple is about 40 feet down. Okay, so it's on the other side. So the hypotenuse would be way more than I can do. So, um, okay. So, on the, so the, that, temple, the temple's in the ravine? Yes, it is okay. down in the ravine. Down in the ravine. Okay. okay, okay. Hmm. I have an idea. Okay, you guys are going to lower me down. I'm going to make it across the river. I'm going to use my ice, my shape water cantrip to push me up to the temple and then I'll tie the rope to a secure place and then you guys can zip line down. I don't have enough rope for that. Uh, I have rope, I think. Using simple trigonometry, the hypotenuse would be 50 feet. For people who don't know geometry, three, four, five triangles. So it's 50 feet. Okay. Well, how long's your rope, PK? 50 feet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've got 50 feet of rope too. If we need extra. All right, hold up, hold up. I'm not gonna. Okay, it's 50 feet exactly. You can't. You're gonna need more rope. So yeah. So combined our ropes, we will lower you down, and you will make a zip line across. Effectively, Find the yes. ropes, and then you become Ultron. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you tie the ropes together. Can one of you guys make um a survival check? Which everyone, whoever wants to tie the rope, I'll do it. I got I got plus got, one. Uh, Seventeen. All right. Cool. It's good. So you guys are going to lower um, Aquarius down into the river? Yep. Yes. So we're going to very carefully lower Aquarius down to the river so she can Aquarius her way make to a, <laughs> Make a strength check. Oh, thank God. Okay, I got a 19. All right, you're mm-hmm. good. Yeah, you're making it in the water. And so you start swimming across. I I mean, I assume you're a pretty decent swimmer. I'm a water guy, and... dude. Water's my element. All right. Uh, so how are you essentially making Minecraft water elevator up to this thing? <laughs> like, what does it look like? Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get to the other side, grab onto the wall, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to shape water. This can only bring me five feet up in the air. So this is going to bring me five feet up in the air. Okay. Yeah. And then I can cast it again. It'll bring me another five feet. 
and then I'm about to climb the rest of the way. Can you make it like a slip and slide? Um, kind of. Words. So yes. basically, what I, so awesome. Basically, what I'm trying to do. I'm being a five foot tall block. I'm freezing it. So there's like a bowl, yeah. so there's still water in it, and I'm bringing that up, and I'm basically doing that until I get to the top. So basically, you're getting like basically two cubes of ice and moving them up and then climbing it up, I assume, alternating yep. between the two until you get to the top? Okay. Yep. All right, cool. Um, That's actually pretty cool. <laughs> so as you're doing that, you keep doing that. Yeah, I'm not going to make you roll. So you climb, you get to the open area. Like I said, it's a semicircle with uh, columns on the edge for holding up the top from falling over. And then I'm going to just tell you this. You see in the middle of the cliff wall, instead of being like a like a jagged cliff, it's actually more polished. It's a pretty uh, pretty good cut, a cobbly stone kind of area with the moss, and there's some moss and vines on it from just decay. So, so nice old temple feel. Yeah. So you, uh, where are you tying up this rope at? I'm going to look around for a good anchoring port. I'm looking for a big rock, big or solid rock. I can type it around. Or columns. <laughs> or columns. Hey, you can't talk. You can't talk. Get out of uh, here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you're tying it to, from the heavens, you get this divine inspiration to tie it to one of the columns. I'm yeah. yelling across the ravine, tie it to one of the columns. Fuck, there's a waterfall. I can't hear you. I'm looking for a giant anchor point is what I'm looking for. And the floor is, is pretty sturdy, but there's not like a like a jagged up part, so it would be the columns. And so yeah. you do tie it to the columns. Um, now the zip line is good. So how are you guys yeah. gonna zip line across? So how do you guys plan to traverse the rope to get down An with the zip question. line method? Uh, you know, you guys we didn't discuss this part before we I made really my didn't. plan. Hey, hey, Aquarius, um, you're not there. You cannot discuss I... this part. <laughs> Ocho wants to. Um, Take out his sheet from his bedroll. His sheet? Well, he's got a bedroll. Wouldn't he have a sheet? Yeah. Ocho is going to get out a little blanket from his bedroll. And you yeah. know how you, you drape it from one side to the other so that it hooks on to the zipline. You hold it with both hands and you basically just go. You just uh, jump off. And... Make a strength check. Oh, God. <laughs> We're going to kill this boy. Um. Eleven. So you start to propel down this bed sheet, and then you hit the bump, and you stop. <gasps> so you have to do this wave back and forth, and then you get over the bump of the knot, and you continue to slide down, and then you make it oh my to God. the column. I have, I have my so arms scary. out, and I catch Yocho. Oh, thank you, okay. lady. You're welcome. Seeing, uh, seeing Ocho do this, I uh, do something very similar. I get up my bed sheet. Loop it over. That's fair. And I take a running start and go. Alright, make the strength roll. Strength roll is going to be a 12. Alright, you get stuck on the knot, but this time you have to do more shaking, and then maybe you look back and you see the tree or whatever you tied onto starts shaking with you, <laughs> and then you hop over the hump of the knot, and then you continue on, and you're perfectly okay. I also <laughs> catch, uh... I'm Patlin. Patlin, yeah. Sorry, I eventually will remember all your head stories. <laughs> Never it's really name. just Patlin. That's, that's the only <laughs> thing I'm not with. It's Patlin. Only that. Why is that I always make a name you can never remember? <laughs> Alright, anyway. So, we're now all here. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, that went way better than I thought. So, this is the temple. This is mm -hmm. so cool. So, I'm going to prepare for the worst. I'm going to have my sword drawn. Mm -hmm. Always a good idea. I am going to cast dancing lights around us. So, you can have some visibility. Cause... Do that, does that follow you? Yes. They are able to move within 60 feet of me. Cool. And there's four of them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, you do you start it. heading towards the, the door? Uh, yeah. All right. So inside this doorway, it leads to a uh, hallway slash tunnel, depending on how you want to look at it. It is kind of dark, but the walls, instead of being a more cobblestone, are more uh, bigger blocks. So like, um, instead of being like that, uh, the smaller bricky pattern of the cobblestone outside, it becomes more of a flatter, smooth surface, kind of more of the equipment, the drywall, and has these lines on these walls going in every direction, maybe like a maze, but with more um, angles than just like going left and right. And inside these maze, you see these blue flashes of lights going up to give you some small faint of light, but with patlin's dancing lights you can see more of the scenery in this place and since it's no longer since you actually made it brighter there i'll give you this one i'll give you this one because you did make it 
more brighter than it was, you do see a tripwire on the ground. <laughs> Am I able to see what the tripwire is connected to? Uh, the wall. Just the wall in general. Okay. So I, I t- seeing the tripwire, everyone be very careful. This place is booby-trapped. There's a tripwire right here. Well, I mean, it's an old temple. I would expect there to be traps. Surely the the booby traps won't work anymore, right? Let's no, not no, they do. That. Remember the story at the campfire? Five team expedition. Only Poison I arrows. came back. Poison arrows. So Bad. I'd rather not get full holes. I don't so, like yeah. I don't like switch cheese. I'd much less like becoming it. So I have the question: Are you setting off the trap, or are you walking over it? Over. Over it. <laughs> over it. All right. So all of you are walking over the said trap. Yes. Yep. Uh, you see different symbols on the floor. Ancient symbols, I would say. I can see, because I'm looking at Ocho's character sheet, that Ocho, you do recognize some of these symbols as celestial and abyssal symbols. <gasps> they're just symbols. They're not actually like words, but they're like you have, you can tell because you know these languages, like they have a, an inkling from that stuff. And so the hallway finally opens up into kind of more of a signature circular room course with the dancing lights is a lot brighter on the opposite of this room on the wall there is this mural and then you can see on this mural that it's made of tiny little pebbles of different colors like kind of like basically glued to the wall to create a picture of a big human-like figure sitting on a chair in each other of the other figures of human or orc or elf um construct are kind of kneeling, and they're all presenting this uh, blue orb radiating with streaks of light coming through the mural. But there's nothing else in this room. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to do a... uh, I'm going to try and see if I know what this mural is depicting. Okay. So, history check. Right? Sure. Uh, 15. You see that it's someone sitting in a big chair that's probably someone who's an authority is presenting a gift by a bunch of other people with a blue orb. Okay, so I don't know who this is. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a shot. Aww. Giving one a shot. Uh, I want to try to recognize what the blue thing is that they're that they're gifting to this figure. All right. I just want to know what the blue thing is. The gift. Okay. What'd you get? Um, nineteen. You can infer with your monkly prowess that that might be the artifact that you're looking for. Guys, guys. I think that's the thing we're looking for. And he's like excitedly pointing to the the blue thing. Aquarius pats Ocho on the head. Good Ocho, you found the thing. Now I just need to figure out where the real one is. I'm going to do a uh, history check to see if I can figure out what this temple's dedicated to. Like trying okay. to combine the abyssal and celestial elements that I can see and read this picture in the temple itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that is a ten. Ten. That is a ten. Uh, you can make out that maybe this temple was from obviously from the ancient civilization that built this place was uh was back in the time where maybe uh the gods of Arctera would come down and would seek tribute that maybe this was a depiction of that kind of interaction between the old Arctarians to the celestial beings. Okay. Which right, so I do hmm. want to make this for the listeners' point. I, myself, Austin, really like uh, Greek, Egyptian, and Norse mythology. So when we're talking about celestial beings, we're talking about kind of like that collective unit of myth. And so when they, if you guys do speak to the celestial being, it's not like the myths that are in those in those mythologies and then not actually happen. We're just using those names and kind of the representation because, well, I like them. It simplifies so it like, for us. Yeah, it's, yes. it just makes it simple. So I just want to let everyone know. Ground rules that when we're talking about celestial beings, we're talking about like people like Zeus, Thor, uh, Horus, Set, you know, those people of those natures. Okay, so we see the the mural. Do we see any like passageways? No, that is the only. I mean, except the except the hallway you came through. Uh, Ocho wants to approach this mosaic mural and put his hand on the blue thing. Can he reach it? Yeah, I was. I mean, he can. Like I just want to. It just <laughs> sounds good. like when you when you slap your hand on glass, just that little. So Ocho touches the mural and it begins to glow with the wondrous blue light. The room begins to creak and shake oh, no. while the mural oh, sh- begins to deform 
and the pieces start to fall, revealing a doorway in the middle of the mural. Guys, look what I did. Nice Good job, Ocho. Yeah. But next time, warn us before you do that. I was just going to touch it. I didn't think it would do well, anything. Last, so, time I was with the, last time I was on adventure with someone who liked to touch things, he ended up crushed by a giant rolling rock. Well, did you have a better idea? Hmm? Okay, let's stop, let's stop bickering and let's proceed with caution. This temple's giving me a weird feeling. Um, so you walk through the doorway and it leads to kind of another smaller antechamber. And in the center of it is a blue glowing orb. That's not, that's too easy. Yeah, this is a trap. Totally uh, a trap. Not everything's a trap. Come on. All right. All right. Again. So I'm going to, I'll take the risk here. I'm going to check for tri- for traps and tripwires and stuff before I proceed, sending my um, lights around. So it is like in front of you. So uh, you just walk, you're walking up to it, checking for traps. Uh, first, I'm setting up my lights to check for like tripwires and everything. Uh, you, uh, when you send your lights into that room, you see a humanoid figure with a rotting skin, basically like the druggers from Skyrim. And it's got like maybe some wrap bandages in the back. You see uh, three of them in the back of the room behind the orb. One so of them, the, the one in the middle, guardians. is wearing a hat. What kind of hat? Down a top hat. <laughs> top hat. So let's go with that. <laughs> okay. Yo, everyone's so, fancy in this. Everyone's fancy. Okay, so I I I draw my sword. Mm-hmm. I I I write my sword because it already it's already drawn. So do do I see any of the like trip wires or everything or anything? Oh, uh, no, you don't say your bars. Okay, I, I gesture for them to, to slowly fall in behind me. I do something. Mm-hmm. I take some, I carefully step forward. Okay. okay. As you start to approach, the eyes in the middle drugger, I guess we're going to call them that, for Sympathy 6, opens, and he looks at you, and he goes, Well, what do you think you're doing there, buddy? Oh my god, I was not expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Aquarius pops out, being the diplomat of the group. Says, oh, we're just sightseeing, we're just sightseeing. As she does that, she prepares to throw another ice dagger at the guy. Oh, you better not. I think I'm right in front of him. (laughs) You throw an ice knife at the guy? Yeah, he prepares to. He prepares to. Um, I I would say that that would be not a good idea, um, buddy, because I don't think, I don't really want to fight. I'm just here. You know, the orbs kind of, uh, supposed to be here and it's always has been here and i think that it would be very kind if you guys all if you guys all just kind of leave if you if you, that would be please uh please us and then we don't have to go in this i you know i don't really like fighting it's you know it's just a, you know just a pleasant day you know i just like to sleep over here with my buddies over here and um i don't think we don't really have to fight we can just you guys just leave we leave the orb here and uh, everything's a okay you know no no fighting required Okay, um, okay. You, oh, that's very reasonable, oh, sir. Well, I actually have to, before, before we do leave, I have some questions for you if you wouldn't, wouldn't mind answering. Oh, oh, man. I love when people ask. Usually everyone wants to fight and then I have to kill them, but season, you guys are some nice people, so I can tell you. Oh, now, you, this you is the orb. This is the blue orb that my ancestors gave to the gods. Now, 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 you can't touch it, okay? It's only looking. Don't touch our merchandise, okay? Of course. Even though, even though that's not for sale, even though I referred to it as merchandise. Now, now, this orb is for the center of this great temple. I mean, you've seen it. We got the specks out. We got the mural. We got the columns. You know, it took about, I don't know. I don't know. What did they say? Um, um, no, what did they say? Gary! And he punches the, uh, the dragger to the, like, the right of him. And he goes, Gary! Gary, wake up! What, what, what do you want? He goes, what, how long did it take this temple to build? Um, about, uh, I want to say 150 years. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, 150. Well, at least see this, this orb has not always been here for 150. It used to be, um, what was that, what was that, Neanderthal. Yeah, that's right, Neanderthal. It used to be there, but now they moved it to here. And I would say that was about, um, what do you say, like 200 years ago? Gary, yeah, I would, I would say about two hundred years ago. So yeah, that is the and then the the orb's kind of been here ever since. I'm gonna use charm person on what, what's the what's this this man's name the, with the top hat? He's never told you his name. We know Gary. We'll call him Top Hat. No, that's his actual name <laughs> in in canon. That's his actual name is Top Hat. Well, Mister Top Hat, we very much appreciate you telling us about this beautiful orb. 
Uh, while while I'm while I'm saying this and flattering him, I'm gonna I'm gonna cast Charm Person. Can you cast that on? Yes, monsters? on a humanoids. Uh, all right, all right, all right. He must make a Wisdom saving throw. Uh, for people listening at home, these are actually, I believe, ghouls for D and D mechanics. Um, you said what? What do he has to make? He has to make a Wisdom saving throw. He got an eleven. He does not succeed. All right. He is now charmed. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? What does that charms person do? A creature cannot attack the charmer or the target, the charmer with harm, harmful abilities or magical effects. And I have advantage on ability checks uh, to interact socially with this creature. Okay. So as of um, right now, he is physically unable to attack me. He now believes I am a good friend of his. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Well, blind me, I'm so sorry, but I feel like we are very good friends. What's your name again? My name is Patlin. Oh, well, Patlin, how are you doing? I'm doing fabulous. Now, I know, I know, I know, I know you said it was against the rules to even touch such a beautiful orb as this, but I was wondering, would I be able to? Roll persuasion. (laughs) With advantage. Uh... (laughs) That's going to be 18. Well, I mean, I'm not really supposed to do that, but I mean, like, I mean, it's just, it needs to stay here. But I mean, I guess if you really want to, and then Gary will hit him upside the head and be like, what, what are you doing? You can't, you can't let them take the orb. That's against the rules. Well, I'm not taking it. I'm just holding it. That's not, that, surely that's not against the rules. It's not leaving the, the premises. It's staying right there. Uh, top hat man looks like Gary. See, he he's a nice friend. I can vouch for him. He's, I know him. And Gary looks all puzzled. Um, but he Gary will step aside. All right. So I go over, and I pick up the orb. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Oh. Time stops. Rebecca, I need you to leave the room. What? Timmy, I'm muting you. Uh, oh god leave the room okay leave the room leave the room you have to leave the room okay i'm gonna mute timothy as well so i can as patlin picks up the orb your vision starts to change you're now sitting in a throne room and actually the same room if you looking at the walls and decorations you see that you yourself are sitting on the throne above a span of a bunch of people. A group of people dressed in robes are approaching you, holding out the small blue orb. Left and right, you see groups of people kneeling before you. The people holding the orb approach you, presenting it on their knees. Then you get snapped back to reality. You're done okay. with this part. Now. I have uh, to mute you. I can't hear this part? Yes, you will have to mute me. Okay, so give me... Okay. I'm back. All right, Timmy, can you hear me? I can hear you. As Patlin picks up this orb, the whole temple starts to shake. Shake violently and rapidly. And Patlin's just standing still while he's holding this orb. And you can hear Top Hat Man go, What? What is happening? What is happening? And he goes, See? See? I told you he wasn't supposed to pick up the orb. And they start fighting between each other. And the place starts to shake violently over and over and over again. And the walls start to. The, the ceiling starts to trap and fall down. The pedestal that the orb is standing on starts to crack and fall over. Or you guys can just stand there while all this is happening and now as the whole thing's falling apart. I was okay, listening. Gonna, yes, we were listening. So I'm going to grab Patland and the orb, and I'm going to hightail it out there with Ocho following behind me. Agreed. So as you guys are pulling Patland out of this room, you go down into the mural hallway. You get out into the mill room. You keep you just keep booking it. Mm-hmm. Keep on booking it. That's the plan. That's the plan. Except keep we, running. Except we know where that tripwire is, so we make sure not to trigger it. <laughs> Damn it! Good All right, so you Aquarius. keep running. Good you one. keep running, and it's like the walls are kind of like cracking and shaking. Whoa. Now, Patlin, you wake up, and and now, and you're not in that circle room with the with the ghouls anymore you're now in the big entrance area with the cylinder columns and there's on uh, the place is shaking violently there's actually now holes in the actual floor of this uh area of this temple 
uh, to the river below, columns have broken off, not supporting the ceiling anymore, and the whole world is shaking with a violent vigor. All right, so what are you guys going to do? What the hell happened? <laughs> uh, no time to talk. Gotta run. You picked up the stupid ball. So we're running now. <laughs> we are. Yes. Look at it. I can... Oh, uh, can we... Avoid uh... the tripwire! <laughs> oh, yeah, we made sure of that. Uh, they're, they're past that part. Okay. <laughs> so we're outside now, technically? They're, they're, you were outside where you have the rope and the columns before you came into that first hallway. So I'm asking you, how are you guys getting off of this before it completely falls apart? I feel like the rope can... is not a good idea. I can swim, but uh, you guys are in trouble. I can't make a bridge that far. So, rope time. Okay. All right, well, uh, in the heat of the moment, we see no other option except to take the rope path. Try to climb our way up. All right, so as you rush as you rush to the rope, one of the, uh, Patlin, within all this confusion, looks back and notices that the blue light that was coming from the mazes is gone. The column that you was supporting your rope breaks after all you guys grab onto it. You guys swing from one side of the cliff to the other, smashing into the cliffside. And the temple's ceiling starts to collapse in on itself, breaking the floor beneath it. And all you see below is the shape of what you know to be the temple. But for others, it would be known as just some rocks inside the river. Aww. The temple's destroyed. Oh my god. Uh, oh my god. god. The history. Gary. Gone. Top it's all gone. I'm so confused on... So many levels. Hello, it's Austin, your DM for the show. I just want to say thank you for listening, and please, if you like the show, please tell a friend, tell your family, or tell your grandma. But if you'd like to give us some feedback, you can send message us on Twitter, which is LArctera. And uh, we are now on Instagram, so you have some fan art or still want to send us a message or say you like the show while you're listening to it, our Instagram handle is Legends of Arctera. Now remember, guys, if you want to get your name as input as a character in the show, you just have to send that message or that tweet with the hashtag Arctera Legends. Another announcement I wanted to make was that we are now on iTunes. So if you would like to prefer to listen to iTunes, go right ahead, go search us up. Now the next episode will be coming on July 4th. So everyone, please be safe, have a great time, thank you all for listening, and have a great week.